It's the Real Estate Podcast, across every state, city and town of Australia. And welcome to another episode of the Real Estate Podcast on iHeartRadio every morning, also on Spotify and Apple and wherever you get your podcasts from. Well, it's another weekend. Where did that weekend disappear? Off to. Off the face of the earth, I would say. And here we are on another Saturday morning, the 23rd day of July for 2022. Come Coming up, it's a busy one. We're talking about an exclusive property listing in Cairns and the top end of the property market with Robert Fletcher and also talking with Scott about the mock auction that he's running for first home buyers in Canberra. As always, good luck if you are doing anything across the weekend with property today. It might be going down to the local paint shop to get that colour for painting, maybe buying some light fittings, outdoor landscaping, which is not my favourite. But if you're looking at property, you might be attending an auction today. Good luck, all the best with that right across the weekend. Weekend. And if you're celebrating your birthday today for the 23rd, you're sharing it with Harry Potter. He is turning 32, not that young anymore. Well, 32 is young, but, you know, in the context of Harry Potter, he's an old man. Daniel Radcliffe, also on the celebrations for birthdays, is Monica Lewinsky. She is turning 48 today. Of course, Bill Clinton's famous line, I did not have, well, you know, the rest of that line. She's celebrating, and somebody who would have been celebrating today unfortunately passed away in 2014. One of my favourite actors, he went way too young. He was right at the top of his craft, and that was Philip Seymour Hoffman. And if you want a good movie to watch when he was in his earlier career, he stars in Magnolia. Grab your coffee and switch on your real estate breakfast every weekday morning from 6.30. It's the main centre forecast with propertybuyer.com.au. All right, let's check on your weather around Australia on this Saturday morning. First, we go to Sydney. Unfortunately, one or two showers in the forecast this morning. 18 degrees is your forecast high. Melbourne, the showers are back and 15 degrees. Brisbane, partly cloudy. It should be a mainly dry day and 21 is your forecast top. And in Perth, expecting the rain and 18 degrees is your forecast high. From first home buyers to property investors and everything in between. Every morning on the Real Estate Podcast. Well, we haven't featured Ken's on the podcast for a while. And what a nice way to segue by talking about a property that is referred to as the ultimate escape. And yes, it's in Ken's. It's an exclusive property that hasn't been to market for 30 years. It's being marketed by Forbes Global Properties Pacific Director Robert Fletcher, and he is joining us this morning. So good morning to you, Robert. Welcome to the Real Estate Podcast. Appreciate that. Thanks, Craig. Thanks for the opportunity. So if somebody is out there, they're operating in that $20 million range, there's a bit on offer here. So tell us a little bit about what's on offer. Yeah, it's interesting. Uh, the the landscape in far north Queensland, you know, the in terms of trophy trophy assets at this level, it's been quite a quite a quiet market. We seem to have seen a bit of resurgence. I know it was it was publicly reported last week with the sale of Dunk Island. 
And onwardly, there's been a listing also into the market in Lindeman Island that has just come to market. Our own offering uh, north of the township of Palm Cove, which is uh, it's a, an amazing position. Yeah, and position is everything, particularly when it comes to prestigious offerings. And as I mentioned, this is in the $20 million range. It's undeveloped. It's over 6.5 hectares of land. But the key point here is that it is beachfront land. So tell us a little bit more about that. Yeah, so for for anyone that may have visited, you know, the Palm Cove, Port Douglas region of Queensland, as you drive out of the out of the township of a Palm Cove on the right hand side of the of the highway, there, the land that envelopes the point above the township, all of that land was was bought by a by the family we're representing some thirty years ago. They fell in love with it. It was very much an emotional purchase for them at that time looking out over a, a lovely little cove out to the Coral Sea and, you know, some islands and those sorts of things. So it's an idyllic asset. So for people that are in that range, as you mentioned, the current owners, I think they took a trip there, they saw it, fell in love with it, bought it. So how does somebody actually view this? As we stand now, any potential you know, buyers we would meet at the site and literally walk up the hill in the bush up to the the crest of the the crest of the site and look out over the water. And we have engaged a a local architect in far north Queensland by the name of Gary Hunt, and Gary's there to assist the process of, I guess, giving vision to what's possible. You know, in in such a in such a fabulous position. Yes, and to that point, the previous owners went through an exhaustive application process that secured three approvals, I understand, to develop either as a luxury resort, a multi-unit development, or a residential subdivision. I mean, these things always take time, but this is being sold with that attached. Yes, yeah, so the, the, the approvals for those for those options are still open and valid. So if someone has a commercial appetite to take the site on and, you know, um, build one of those options, that's very much an option. We're certainly coming to market with a view in it, and it was a view of the architect that given the change of environment, we intend to to exhaust, you know, international networks because we we do see a, a, a best use for the site potentially being a, a private family compound, which might might involve multiple residences. The site I've seen sketches potentially say five residences built along the ridgeline. So for someone who wanted to, you know, have their extended family or they might have people involved in their their social network or business network, you know, there's an opportunity to uh, to develop the site into, you know, the ultimate luxury escape. Now, in terms of the market in the luxury end, this is where you deal with. What have you noticed in the, I don't know, the last three to four months in terms of the way the market has not tanked, but it's certainly dipping. So what's been happening in the luxury end that you're operating in? Yeah, it's it's fascinating actually. I would say that the upper upper echelons, you know, talking 15, 20 million and beyond has been largely unaffected for people chasing AAA rare real estate. We're still getting fabulous inquiry. We've still had multiple outcomes 
over the last few months, you know, at those levels and people are certainly engaging. So we're reasonably positive about where that is at the moment. But of course, you know, if if you've got the capacity to spend uh, such a sum of money, rarity often drives the decision because whilst the outlook, the economy, I guess, you know, might be, might be in question in terms of its direction, if you want a particular asset that is so rare and it becomes available, time doesn't necessarily impact that decision. Yes, it's not unusual what you're saying because high net worth individuals, once they decide they're going to buy a property and they've got enough money to do so, normally they'll just follow through with the acquisition. Indeed, indeed. Now we'll, we'll look forward to it and very happy to keep you up to date. All right. Thank you, Robert, and the best of luck. Well, a week ago, I was talking with auctioneer James Scott of Independent Woden and Western Creek there in Canberra about a mock auction that he was running for first-home buyers in the area. And I got him to talk a little bit more about it, and I thought it was quite unique as I hadn't heard of this being done before. And what you're about to hear wasn't in the original interview, and I asked him about what the rationale was behind him wanting to do this mock auction. Well, what we've seen in the market is stock may have shifted slightly at that upper end of the market, but when it comes to more affordable homes in reach of first home buyers, you know, the market's still got quite crazy in, in Canberra. Our inquiry levels have shot up, basically anything below that 750k mark uh, in line with those government incentives. To try and help first home buyers and, and educate them through and, and manage their expectations, I've, I've partnered up with a uh, mortgage broker that I've um, been working with for uh, some years now, and we're holding an event where uh, we're going to educate buyers through what their options are from a financial perspective, um, what incentives they have access to, you know, guarantees, that sort of thing, uh, but also what to look for when, when finding your home. You know, what areas of Canberra, what what factors should you be thinking about? How to read a uh, a contract for sale, and then particularly with auctions, how to actually navigate the auction. Uh, so we'll be holding a, a trial auction. We'll have a property. Um, we're giving all the buyers a scenario, um, which has been drawn up by Mitchell Tilbrook, the mortgage broker I'm in partner with. So he's given them each a financial situation, a limit, a week-to-week income and what they can afford. And we're going to hold a live auction, um, encourage them to talk them through what the terms and conditions of auctions are uh, and encourage them to bid strongly. And at the end, we'll talk through each each buyer scenario and you know what, what options they had there and try and give them that, that confidence to understand that that scenario that is them. Um, so they need to understand all those factors before they go to an auction. And then it's just a case of, of following the process. Try and take the emotion out of it and think logically and rationally um, so that you're a lot more confident moving forwards. And have you done this before or is this the first one that you're doing? No, this is, uh, this is a, a, new, um, a, a new project of mine. So we'll see how, how it goes. We've got a, a number of uh, registered uh, attendants already, and we're just in the process of filing out the material there. So it, sh- it should be really good fun, and we'll, I'll be keen to see what the feedback was from that, whether it was helpful for our first-time buyers. James, I think that that is very clever on your behalf of doing that. That makes a lot of sense on a lot of different uh, levels. Who else is doing it that you're aware of? Uh, well, this is a first. Um, so the mock auction, uh, just just over a coffee, just thought, well, why don't we try something like this? I, you know, I'd love to have had that option when I was first entering the market before you know before I actually came an auctioneer. Um, and it tied in at the moment. We've got the uh, Canberra Auctioneer Championships next week. So in the uh, lead up to that, I've been talking to other auctioneers, and and they all sort of agreed. You know, it's, it was a, an interesting idea and not something we've seen in the market before. So you know, who knows? It could be a it could be a disaster, but I'm I'm hoping mm. it'd be a lot of fun. 
Tell you what to do after you've run it. Let's talk to a couple of the people that participated because I'd be very interested to hear their feedback on what they heard, what they saw, the insights that they took away from the event. Absolutely. I'll um, do a a quick video recording um, after the event as well and we can uh, discuss afterwards. All right. Well, thanks once again for coming on to the Real Estate Podcast. Really appreciate it this morning. Thank you very much. Have a great day. We connect you to the best real estate information across Australia. The Real Estate Podcast. Thank you.